Hey, Josh Felber here with Making Bank. Uh, as an entrepreneur, we're always trying to figure out different strategies and ways to lower our taxes, improve our business, things like that. Our CPAs are great, but they're so spread thin by always filing tax returns and doing things like that. They're not always able to optimize our business tax strategies. And so today's guest, he is that connection point. He's that link for your CPA to be able to access proven tax strategies um, that have been uh, had their due diligence done, that have been used years and years and years um, for companies. And so now you as a business owner can start to figure out, hey, how can I zero out my taxes? How can I start to pay less in taxes uh, for the more money that I make? Alex is going to be able to point out those different areas where CPAs can help and give you those advantages and everything, as well as what to do, you know, what questions to ask your CPAs. And let's utilize them as our point of contact, but then give them the best information to help you enhance your business tax strategies overall. So got to check out today's guest, Alex Sonkin. And hey, I really appreciate you guys watching Making Bank, your time and your attention. And uh, Make sure you guys like, love, share this video, uh, share it, send it to friends or family, somebody you think that uh, this video can help out, as well as Make sure to comment below. The guests love it when you guys comment, as well as being able to see and reply to those as well. So, again, thank you for watching Making Bank today. You are, you are listening to Making Bank, where we uncover the mindset and success strategies of the top 1%, so you can amplify your life and your business. business. Welcome to Making Bank. I am Josh Felber, where we uncover the mindset and the success strategies of the top 1% so you can amplify your life and your business today. Super excited for today's guest. Alex Sonkin is the founder of the Due Diligence Project and the Virtual Family Office Hub. It's a revolutionary platform of vetted resources that supports hundreds of leading tax-focused CPA firms and the family offices around the country. And we're going to dive into exactly what that is and how that's going to benefit you being an entrepreneur and owning your own company. So I'm excited to welcome Alex Sonkin to Making Bank today. Josh, thanks so much for having me. It's a pleasure being here with you. For sure, Alex. Um, well, give me a little bit of insight. Um, what, how you got started as an entrepreneur? What Was that when you were a kid? Did it happen later in life? And I know you told me you and your wife started this whole other separate company. So you guys got a lot of stuff going on. And uh, let's kind of figure this out. Yeah, you know, my my parents came here from the Soviet Union when I was seven years old. So uh, and I watched them work really, really hard and build their business with their with their accents. And, you know, so all I knew was was watching them just work really, really hard. They were able to save enough money and sacrifice and pay my way through University of Michigan. And uh, when I graduated, uh, I felt uh, indebted to them and I, and I knew I was going to have to work hard and, and do something significant to, to make their sacrifice worthwhile. So I initially started as an options trader in Chicago as a member of the Chicago Board of Trade, the Merck and the CBOE. I made markets down there on the floor and uh, married a school teacher. Her mom had, had a bout of cancer. My aunt had a bout of cancer. They both cured their cancer with a macrobiotic diet. And I came up with this mm. idea, um, learning about macrobiotic diet. Uh, my mother-in-law started cooking these cookies and pies using these macrobiotic ingredients. No refined sugar, really strict ingredients. 
what she was able to do is make really delicious cookies and pies. And traditionally, macrobiotic foods were not really tasty. They're very bland, <laughs> very bland, apparently very healthy, but just not really edible. So I'm eating these cookies and pies. I'm going, this is really good. It apparently cures cancer. You should sell these. So I, I built my first team at that point was my, my wife and my mother-in-law. I'm like, you guys should sell these cookies. And they, that was the last time my wife listened to me. It was 20 years ago and they built a company. It's called Go Macro Macro Bar. So if you ever go to Whole Foods, Trader Joe's or any grocery store, you'll see these macro bars there and they are really, really good. So that's been a tremendous success. On the flip side, I am not involved in that business outside of being married to, to, to my wife and, and coming up with the idea. But We've been building, we started out as an, I started out as an options trader. I realized I could take what I learned as an options trader and kind of bring it to the other side of the, of the fence and start sharing those ideas with clients. And we started really building family offices at that time, started working with CPA firms and realized that there was a huge disconnect between what CPA firms were trying to do, which, which was create massive value for their biggest clients and their really inability to, to, to rip through the tax code because no one seems to know how many pages there are in the tax code. If you don't know how many pages there are in the tax code, how do you recommend tax strategies, not even knowing how many strategies are in the tax code and how many combinations of strategies could be found in the tax code? So we started doing these advanced tax planning institutes where we would introduce elite tax attorneys, elite specialists to a network of CPAs that we started working with and then we'd have these CPAs and other attorneys introduce their favorite resources. And then we would have each resources vetted out by the community. So we started doing this 15 years ago. So you fast forward now in 2020, we had 847 unique CPA firms uh, participate in our due diligence project summit. And what we were creating, we didn't realize what we were creating at the time. We were creating the largest independent peer review community of tax focused CPAs in the world who are constantly introducing their favorite resources and then independently vetting out all the resources, ranking and rating each strategy based on the ROI it produces, net of cost, net of risk. And this was incredibly valuable to CPAs who are trying to access this knowledge, who are trying to find these notes, because what this does is it reduces their time to complete due diligence and sophisticated tax strategy by a factor of 10 times. And it gives them 10 times mm. confidence when they're done with the due diligence because they get the notes, they're able to go and interact and communicate with all the top CPAs in our community and their experience with the strategy. They get to communicate with the specialist or the lead attorney who developed that strategy. You might be a thought leader in that space. And then finally, once they get all their questions answers, once they realize what's the weakest part of the strategy, where the IRS could potentially attack it, how they would defend it if they if they were involved in it and this allows them to decide is this strategy something we want to bring to our biggest and most important clients or not and that's the due diligence project an independent peer review system yeah no that's that's awesome okay so give us uh, uh, with the audience watching and everything kind of let's um take a step back you know tell them what okay hey they may not know what a family office is they may not know like hey you know what how can this network and you know and everything so let's kind of give them a little bit of insights on that level there and then i can kind of dive into some of the other questions around taxes and different things like that absolutely absolutely yes yeah. so a lot of people aren't even aware what family offices do 
and, and what they provide. And the real benefit of a family office is it's, it's truly one point of contact for the affluent business owner. And traditionally, family offices work for very wealthy families, uh, net worths of 250 million or more. A family office might cost 250,000 to a million, $2 million a year just to operate. And what you're mm. doing is you're building an office, you have your CPA firm, your law firm, you have advisory, advisory, everything in one spot. So when you have a problem, instead of calling your financial advisor, your CPA, you know, various financial professionals, asking them all these different questions, what you should do, getting 17 different answers and trying to sift through all those answers and trying to figure out what the best solution is when you have a tax situation or a huge income situation, you call your family office and you say, listen, I've got this situation. I'm about to sell this company. I'd like to add to my real estate portfolio. Why don't you just coordinate and bring everything in and make it tax efficient? And a family office will do the best it can to, to complete that work. Our idea was, why are we building these family offices with local resources, people who want to be W-2 employees inside of a static family office? Let's build these virtual family offices and let's have them be led not by money managers or financial advisors, but by the tax-focused advisors, mostly the leading CPAs. Let's have a lead CPA tax advisor be the head of that family office, and let's build out that family office, not just with the best local resources or attorneys who want to be W-2 inside that family office working for this very wealthy family. Let's build it out with the top tax attorneys and specialists in the world who may be located anywhere in the world, and let's make it mm. virtual. And so the key to this is the due diligence. How do we find, how do we identify who the top tax attorneys are in their various specialties? How do we find who the right. best captive people, ESOP people, all these different real estate, 1031 exchange people, all these resources that bankers, you know, we want the very best of the best of the best. So our idea was let's let CPAs, who are very risk averse, who have experience working in the financial space, let's let them vet out all these resources. So our community is comprised of hundreds of independent CPA firms, 10 members, 10 plus members, former KPMG, Deloitte, Arthur Anderson tax partners. They're all introducing their favorite resources, favorite tax attorneys. Each CPA independently vets out all the attorneys, specialists, and we're constantly adding to this knowledge base at the center of the hub of, who are the top attorneys in these specialties? Who are the top specialists? And now we're able to deliver those specialists to these virtual family offices around the world that we're building. And each one can now claim we're built out with best in class peer reviewed resources. And we're led by this tax focused uh, advisor who's the head of that family office. So this, this is our world of virtual family offices. But the key to this is the independent peer review that's happening in the due diligence project to ensure that the building blocks, these Lego pieces that we're building the virtual family offices with are truly best in class. No, and I think that's huge because just like, I mean, I, you know, as we're growing our company that we have and to 150 million and, you know, we want to make sure the people that we're getting insights from or mentoring or things like that, they haven't, they've only, you know, we don't want somebody that's grown a million dollar company. Right. <laughs> we're, right. we're way past that. We need somebody that's grown 150 or a billion dollar company, you know, helping us and providing those insights to do that. So I see that's the same with what you guys are doing. You're taking the best people, 
taxes and money management and growth and advisory and all these different areas that make up a family office, not just from a local side, but from an international side and putting that together for use in somebody's business. Exactly right. And, you know, you and I are both, we are both have a finance background, you know, you're involved in banking. I've, I've been involved in banking and trading and, and finance side. And what I found is it's very difficult for someone on the finance side to come in on the tax side because the tax mm -hmm. is so deep. It's much easier to take a tax person and then get them up to speed on finance. So there's a big disconnect, right? We're in this financial services realm. You know, you have all these different specialists, and but the, but the the one specialty that seems most complicated of everything in the world of finance seems to be income tax, because we're dealing with a document. No one knows how many pages there are. It takes special licenses to understand it, but it takes a a certain number of hours. We believe it takes at least ten thousand hours of experience in audit and tax court to really understand the risk and to really understand the IRS and how they're looking at these strategies and what they want to attack, how they want to attack, and how do we best protect our clients? And so, yeah, if you're running a family office, if you're supporting a family worth, you know, whether, whether and one of the other ideas that we had was if we could build these virtual family offices out, why do they, why does the client need to be worth a billion dollars or half a billion dollars or a quarter billion dollars? We can actually build these virtual family offices for people who are worth 20, 30, 40, 50 million dollars who maybe had a liquidity event, have a real a complex real estate portfolio, constantly adding, subtracting, but they want everything tax efficient. They need a one point of contact. They don't want to be calling right. seven different people getting seven different answers. They need a virtual family office just sized down to their their net worth and income level. And we can custom build these family offices out where they don't have to cost a quarter million dollars a year. We can run a family office for $50,000 a year. Gotcha. And so I think one of the big things I know when I was looking at some of the information and having you on the show and everything that was really intriguing is since we have a lot of entrepreneurs that watch is, you know, there's, you got billionaires and, and other um, big companies, they may pay zero in taxes where other people making less, you might pay 35, 45 or, you know, wherever they're at um, in taxes. So like, how, what is like, how can us being a small business get that same type? Or what are some of those tax strategies or different things that make that up? So we can pay zero taxes instead of 45% of what we make. Right. There, you know, our community, we have hundreds of strategies and some, obviously some are higher ROIs than others. The key to this is, is not the strategies themselves. The key to this is having your CPA, your most trusted tax advisor, plug into this into our network, the Due Diligence Project, where they get exposed to the community. And certain strategies are gonna work well for certain people in certain types of fact patterns, and they may not work in different types of fact patterns. But the, the good news is we're, we're adding three, four, five strategies a year. We've been doing this for over 15 years. Where at the end of the year, we're like, I think we know every strategy out there. Next thing you know, by the end of the first quarter, there's three, four, five new strategies that we're vetting. We're introducing the community and, and a number of them get vetted out and they're like, oh my God, these are clean. We understand the weakest point. So 
to give you an idea, we have clients selling appreciated assets, real estate, selling their companies, and we can use a number of strategies either to defer the tax 30 years into the future, give the client 93 and a half, 94% of the value of the sale of that company or their real estate in cash upfront, and then defer that tax 30 years in the future. That's, we have something called structured installment sale. We have certain charitable structures where we can eliminate 99% of the tax on the sale of an appreciated asset, company, interest, uh, real estate, or someone just earning quite a bit of money. They can eliminate up to 60% of the income by, by making a charitable contribution and, and being able to invest that money like a donor-advised fund manager on behalf of them, their share and the share that goes to this charity. So we have charities that we work with you know, a number of charities, if you take the cumulative summer of the last few years, we've been able to raise close to $150 million for charities as a function of what we do. And so we really love the fact that we're able to help these CPAs transform their lives to be able to do complete their due diligence more efficiently, create massive value for their business owners, have those business owners save taxes, create more jobs, benefit our communities, benefit their families on a multi-generational level, and in certain situations, benefit charities to the point where they're really making a difference in the lives of the charities, the people running these charities, and the lives of the families that these charities benefit. Mm, what? Uh, so question then, you know, what's kind of like that minimum threshold then uh, with the kind of the virtual family office that you guys have set up that people should look to be like, all right, you know, this is when I start to need to have, yeah. you know, um, why I need a family office is, you know, do I need to be doing a million in revenue or maybe a million net worth or kind of what does that look like? Okay. So look, so we support hundreds of CPA firms, right? And most, most clients are not set up for a family office. They don't have the net worth and the income to need a family office. They may sure. have just ongoing income where really they just want their CPA to have access to ideas beyond the traditional defined benefit plans, 401ks, mm. IRAs, things like that. And so we have a number of strategies. They're very, you know, not complicated, not sophisticated, but they're outside the box that will eliminate, you know, the 30, 40, 50% of, of income at, at, in a leveraged situation. And so those clients, you know, clients making a quarter million dollars a year, three, four, five hundred thousand dollars a year, there's plenty of strategies for them to utilize, but they're going to want their CPA to plug in to the due diligence project, access to due diligence notes, access all those strategies, and then immerse themselves in there so they can complete their due diligence and bring this value to their clients. We, so our client really is the tax advisor. It's the CPA, mm -hmm. okay. it's that family office. Now, of course, we do get contacted by the end users, the business owners, and then we work with them and we'll encourage them to introduce their CPA to us so we can get their CPA plugged in. If they really don't want their CPA to work with them anymore, we, you know, we certainly have a network of hundreds of elite CPA firms, but we would prefer just to work with their CPA and get them up to speed. So at the bottom threshold, a quarter million dollars a year of income, there's things they can do outside the box that will eliminate, you know, a good portion of that income very, very efficiently. Awesome. And so, yeah, so that's great. Then, you know, I already have my CPA that I work with, you know, I love them. They've been worth me for years, but you know, and it's like, all right, Hey guys, 
you know, here's another way that you can plug in to help me save more tax strategy or give me some more different tax strategies. But then the CPA is getting those already all vetted and kind of the whole process and, and all the details that they need to apply to my business. Yeah. You know, and you asked a question earlier, you know, one of the thing about 18% of fortune 500 companies zero at their tax returns. This is interesting. Mm. 82% don't know how to zero out their tax returns, which is even more interesting. And, and that's what's going on. It's like, why do, you know, we're talking about Fortune 500 companies, the most profitable companies in the world. They have access to a lot of money. They can hire right. the best CPA firms, law firms anywhere. 18% zero out their taxes, 82% have no idea how to do it. To me, this is what we're doing. We're here to bridge that gap. And it's not that the 18% are just smarter than the 82%. They're just doing things differently. And so our idea is to use the Amazon Netflix style independent peer review, which is what we're all addicted to. If we're, if we're using Amazon to shop or Amazon Prime to watch movies or Netflix or these streaming services, the one thing that's common between all these services is we want to watch, you know, buy things 4.9 out of five stars watch movies, right. you know, eight out of 10 stars, that eight out of 10 saves, how much time does that save you, Josh, and your, you and your wife to find these shows and movies, as opposed to going to blockbuster video, it doesn't even exist anymore and try to, <laughs> yeah. well, you know, that was always the struggle is like you, you rent them and then you go to take them back and you're like, and then it's like two weeks later and you're like, oh crap, now I just got hammered with like, you know, $40 in late fees or whatever. <laughs> well, you know, my wife will be like, listen, honey, you know, I really want to watch a great movie tonight. You know, let, let's, let's make it happen. Let's do this. There's a lot of pressure. It better be good. It's like, honey, I got this. I know how to use Netflix's independent peer review. We're going to watch a 98 percentile show and odds are it's going to be good. So this is what we created for the CPAs ultimately is that same independent peer review with their other CPAs doing that review. And that's really the key. So we built this snowball. It's rolling downhill. Every year we're adding more and more CPAs. Every time we do a transaction for, for a high net worth client, they've got their own attorneys, own CPA firms. They're, they have partners, they have CPAs, they have attorneys. They're going to have their eyeballs on the strategy. They're going to ask millions of questions that continues to refine the due diligence on every strategy we have in our community and look if an attorney or a cpa finds a problem with something that we're doing we're either going to fix it clean it up or we're going to say you know let's revisit this strategy maybe we need to throw it out so we really really rely on this network to eliminate risk for our entire community including myself and every cpa wants to protect themselves and their clients from risk so the way we right. do this is, as, is just as a community. That's how we're eating this elephant one bite at a time. We're having a lot of tax-focused CPAs be, being, being those ones, taking those bites. Awesome. And what are kind of the common issues or errors that occur, you know, inside a family office? You know, what, what we're seeing, what's very, very common is the business owner themselves they have a difficult time differentiating. Let's say the business owner makes and sells widgets, right? And they look mm -hmm. at everyone in the financial service industry. Okay, you guys are all in the financial service industry. I'm just going to go ask my financial advisor what he thinks about this tax structure. Is that the best person to ask? That financial advisor, how much experience do they have in audit and tax court? 
maybe zero hours. Okay. No right. experience. Estate planning attorneys that focus on trust and estate planning. How much experience do they have in audit and tax court? Possibly zero. Okay. So you're asking people, this is what's happening. And the guy who makes and sells widgets, even he's doing, he's got a billion dollar widget company. He's super successful, super smart, but what does he know about finance and tax? Almost nothing. He looks at the, everyone in the financial service industry as the same. If his son or daughter were sick and they go to a general practitioner, they would not expect their, their general practitioner doctor to be an expert in, you know, brain surgery, right? They would know, you know what, I'm yeah. going to need a specialist. The financial service industry is potentially even more complex than the medical field. Everyone specializes. Like, look at attorneys. Attorneys know their different sections of, of, of the tax code, and they're all specialists. So tax attorneys are specialists. CPAs are the only ones that are technically generalists, but they're dealing with such a massive tax code. So these are things that most business owners aren't aware of. So they're asking the wrong people, the wrong questions. And then those attorneys mm. and those advisors, they don't want to say, you know what, you should ask your CPA, which is probably the right answer. They go ahead and answer the question. And that becomes very, very dangerous. So they're, they're, they can answer it enough to be dangerous, but their answer might be completely wrong. And so what, what's really, really important is we, everyone stays in their lane. The CPA is really the one who's most qualified to talk about income tax, risk, audit risk, tax court risk. That's, that's our client. That's who should be plugging in the due diligence project. That's who should be getting rid of their bottom 30, 40, 50% of their clients, focusing on their top 20% of their clients focusing on completing due diligence and bringing massive value to their top business owner clients. That's really what the CPA from the future looks like, as opposed to just producing tax returns, financial statements. Business owners don't want financial statements or tax returns. There are things they have to have. They don't want them. Right. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Guys, I really hope you guys are paying attention. Listen to what Alex has been talking about and go back, watch and watch this again and take some notes and start to figure out, is your CPA getting you? Is he really optimizing what you guys are doing from a tax perspective? Most of the times they're not. And reach out to them. And this is a great reference uh, that has you know the due diligence project that Alex has been talking about, providing that vetted information for your CPA to start to take a look at. And, you know, start to ask those hard questions, you know, to, to your CPA, because uh, why should you be paying the government more in taxes when you don't really potentially have to? <laughs> so, no, look, uh, the other thing, Josh, is we are huge champions of CPAs. We really believe in CPAs. They're doing a, an amazing job regardless of the results. They are just being spread so thin. Just the government's got them going from one deadline to another deadline to another deadline. The tax code's constantly changing. Producing a tax return is very, very difficult. And that's basically eliminating all their time from actually doing proactive tax planning. So this is one of the ways the IRS attacks the CPA. They're like, if we have you just doing tax returns the whole time, you have no time to give your clients proactive tax planning ideas. We're just going to take all their tax dollars. Awesome. No, that's, that's so true. Alex, uh, thank you again for coming on Making Bank today. Just really appreciate your time and insights on everything and uh, such an honor to have you.
I am Josh Felber. You are watching Making Bank. Get out and be extraordinary. Thank you for listening to Making Bank. If you have enjoyed this episode, please leave a review. And sharing is caring. Follow Josh Felber on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram for more. You can also listen to Making Bank on Amazon Alexa, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and watch on Apple TV, Success Thinkers Network, Amazon Fire, and YouTube.